Hey guys, welcome back to Talking Points. This is Nicole and Nina. Uh, we're going to be talking about international culture today, so stay tuned for what's to come. So, Nicole, you want to tell us a little about international culture? So, well, I'm from Singapore. For those who do not know, um, so I went to California in 2018. What I felt different from my culture and the American culture, it wasn't actually um, that much of a difference, to be honest. Because, um, well, Singapore is quite westernized, um, so what I felt as different was just the smaller things like um, they like to say, hi, how are you doing? I mean, open with um, openness like that, um, which is not the case in Singapore. People just usually look at you and then just look away, try not to have eye contact. But in the States, it was more like, hi, how are you doing? They like to have small talks when you go to the stores, uh, wherever you are. It felt strange for me at first. But after that, I got used to it. It was pretty friendly and very open, which is very different from what we have in Singapore in general. Because Asians are usually quieter. They don't really like to um, you know, initiate a conversation with strangers. So that was what I found interesting when I hit to the States. How about you, mm-hmm. Nina? Yeah, so I also think there are some similarities and I do like the friendliness as you said that they are like say hey, how are you? I know it's just a greeting but it makes a difference. Uh, Definitely friendlier and more open. I think we talked about this the last episode as well when I said well we Germans we're always like we're suspicious if someone uh, says hey, how are you? They definitely want to beg for money or something. Uh, So yeah. Germans are definitely not like this. They're like more close, more strict, and they do think there's like you want to sell them something if you're really friendly to them. So I really like that here. And yeah, otherwise I was like the big shocking thing, but it's not cultural. Yeah. Well, now I've two. Now that I think about it again, but uh, well, the biggest shock when I arrived was more like. Well, I have this image of my, in my mind of the U.S., especially from all the movies. But then I come here and it looks different. Well, it's also the West Coast and you see a lot of the East Coast in the movies, which, yeah, there is a difference, especially with weather, whatever. But like, hmm, I thought the U.S. would be more shiny. <laughs> it's not that shiny, which is actually really nice. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I thought, true. yeah, it's definitely not L.A. where we are here. And it's not like we do not live in the city. We do not live in San Francisco like itself. But also there, like with all the homeless people and everything, there's like, you can definitely see the other side of the coin of the US here and the economy and everything, the culture. And what I thought what is really interesting is that the Americans are not like, they will always say, oh yeah, that's a great idea. And uh, yeah, let's talk about it next meeting. And they are not coming back to you at all. Like there's, they do pretend they're more open, but they're really afraid to lose their face in a certain way, I do think. I agree. I agree. Especially when I'm back in the workforce, I know Americans generally likes to be like more politically correct 
But um, from what I felt before I went to America, I felt that they will be like, you know, just be in your face, be aggressive. But it's not really the case, actually. Sometimes I feel that they are more um, conservative about their what they say when you're talking to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really straight to the point. They, you have to sometimes read between the lines mm-hmm. from what they are talking about. So it's not really what we feel when we're in Asia, like, oh, um, Americans, they're really straightforward. They can be really aggressive. They can be really unfriendly sometimes in your face, but that's not really the case for all, actually. And then also yeah. about the homeless, yeah. So sometimes yeah. I, I have to be like, is this correct? Or do they really like it? Or are they just saying they like it because I'm here in front of them? <laughs> so it's something yeah. that I have to get used to as well. Definitely. I do think it's also like the difference between especially the West Coast and the East Coast. Um, I talked with uh, one of my American friends and she said, well, she's from the East Coast and people are there are definitely more rude. They do swear more and uh, like they are more in your like passive, uh, not passive aggressive. She said uh, the uh, people here are passive aggressive and uh, the East Coast is more aggressive aggressive, which I found really interesting to hear (laughs) from an American. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I do think like here people are really, really friendly. And I had this like interesting experience when I uh, went for a job interview. And the person who interviewed me hugged me at the end. It's like, oh, okay, I'm German. I don't give like normal hugs at all. And yeah, then don't touch me. <laughs> it's it's I do learn a lot and I like it. Like it definitely makes you think about okay, what is my actually my own cultural lens? Like, do I, I expect people to act a certain way? But do I just expect it because it's my culture where I'm coming from and I'm used to things like this? So it definitely helps. And what I also think is really interesting when we do meet as a group, like we are from so many different cultures and then it's not only us and the American culture, but it's us as like from all the different cultures in the yeah. new culture. Yeah. And then we're trying to adapt. Are you going to follow my, my culture when we meet? Or am I going to follow your culture when we meet? Or are we going to do the American thing when we meet? Like, yeah. So it's really weird situation when we are in but it's really interesting as well to see so many cultures interacting at one place definitely and i do like as a german i'm really punctual and then like when we meet and i do know americans are also maybe not that punctual it depends it always depends as like all the things we're saying here today it's we talk about the culture but there is no the culture like all of us are so different we are all individuals so and our life experiences and whatever, how we grew up is, it's going to make a big difference, but let's say the culture. So, and then, (laughs) yeah. uh, So as a German, I do like to be punctual. And then I don't know, like some of us are late and then the Americans are late. And then there are other people that are even later. So (laughs) it's, it's an interesting experience. And I decided that I can just pick from all the different cultures what I like like food what kind of food do i like it's maybe it's not my part of culture like germans eat potato and meat <laughs> uh, i don't eat meat so i do like hummus so let's take this from the australian culture and let's i don't know let's be more a coffee culture from the americans like take the coffee from them whatever so i think that's nice be yeah, late that's... if you don't want to be punctual and still have other things to do <laughs> <laughs> talking about punctuality um, no, because, you know, Nina's from Germany and she, 
I mean, I don't know. I don't generalize, but Germans are generally very punctual. And then when some of my friends, you know, our friends, when we meet, we will sometimes be like, oh, is Nina there? Oh, man, we have to be really punctual. And then it makes us not to be as late as we usually are. <laughs> so, I mean, that is a good thing. <laughs> I'm a positive influence now. I know. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> So it is a good thing. It makes you change a little bit, you know, be aware of somebody else's um, culture and their thinking and their habits and, you know, just make yourself a better person in general because it's always good to be punctual. <laughs> For Singaporeans, but, um, well, sometimes it, we sometimes have the rubber timing. Like, you know, for, for say, let's say um, for our weddings, Chinese weddings, especially in Singapore, when it starts, um, when the invitation says it starts at 6, it usually starts at 8. So, yes. So, it usually ends You can't up. see, like, how big my eyes right now, but Nicole can see. It's like, yeah. what? She Two hours? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that is usually our culture, our, um, what we do when there is a Chinese um, wedding. You don't want to be there too early because it's like you're fashionably late to a wedding you don't want to start too early and then you know there are times for chit chats for with the elderlies so yeah it usually isn't gonna be starting on time so <laughs> but but when do you arrive then um around eight so the thing is the ceremony will start at around eight even though when the invitation is at six <laughs> So it's usually, you know, late by default. <laughs> wow. And the reason I think is because they don't want to look too eager or they don't want to be like, you know, oh, I'm there first. I want to be, you know, like chill and be there to enjoy the ceremony, but not to be really, really on the dot punctual. So, mm. so it's going to be, you got to be eating some, some snacks before going to the, <laughs> to the wedding. Especially a big family wedding, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's really important to know. So if I'm ever going to be invited to one of these kind of weddings, I need to know. <laughs> because yeah. I'm there and then nobody is there and I'm by myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, there will be people there, but they wouldn't start the whole thing unless mm -hmm. it's until about 7 plus 8 o'clock. Yeah. A few hours after yeah. the time that they stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's always good to know, like to have the inside uh, knowledge and to have someone like an insider to tell you and yeah. to be aware that you can't <laughs> expect to things be as you're used to. I know. How, how is it like in Germany? I'm thinking, I do think that, well, mo it depends how big the wedding is. And I haven't been to that many. It's not a big thing to marry anymore, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Or like in a big traditional way, as, at least. So it was like the more chilled invitation is like, yeah, let's have a picnic outside. And oh, yeah, just to let you know, it's not a normal picnic. It's a wedding as well. It's like, what? Uh, what? Something like <laughs> really? That's casual? Yeah. Yeah. At least with my friends. And um, But I do think like... For weddings, when it's like something really big and you can't control all of the things, maybe 30 minutes late. But uh, most of the time, they 
try to be like really punctual. punctual. Yeah, but I do think like one big difference between all of our cultures is the openness, like how direct or in uh, indirect we are, like how we try to say things. I think we are like the, if I do think like how kind of rude we are in a certain way, like if rude is not like a bad thing, but more like how to completely say whatever we want to say, we have on the tip of our tongue. I do think there's a big difference. You mean from the difference between Germany and America or in general? In general for our group, like when we have like all the different countries and cultures, I do think like our Israeli friends, they they don't care. (laughs) They do like (laughs) to say whatever they are they want to say and they also brag about like well we are Israeli we need to say like this yeah and I do of course it depends like on the person because I think well Germans are probably a little bit more rude but I try not to be that rude (laughs) but I do think like especially for some Asian cultures it's really like not okay to maybe insult someone in a certain way or make him (laughs) or her lose her face just FYI, Nina is a really, really nice person. <laughs> She's not <laughs> rude in any means. Unless there's a side, I don't know. So <laughs> <laughs> No, but don't you, don't you think? I don't know. I just think that Americans really have a way with words. They are really, I don't know, it's not really mm. direct. So sometimes it's very hard mm. to catch what they really want. And then... About insulting, maybe they're quite insulting as well. Sometimes rude, I guess, sometimes, but not. I mean, that maybe just in the political landscape because I've been watching mm. the news so much. I mean, it kind of <laughs> it kind of wrapped up on me, but generally, people aren't that rude. Mm. I mean, in normal life. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. that's true. But I mean, more like as close friends, like an inside joke, and you yeah, like try right. to tease someone. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to tease. You want to see how the other person uh, reacts. You want to like maybe try yeah. to. I don't know. I don't know, but oh, yeah. maybe just weird thing in my head right now. I don't even no, agree no. with that. Just no, like no. in total. Like, hmm. <laughs> okay, that that's a weird thing. I don't know how this happened, but how did we go this like down know. this road? <laughs> I don't know. Weird. Okay, forget all. Going back. <laughs> Well, there is something which is really interesting is how you handle money. Like Mm. for us, like if we meet with friends and we go for lunch or I don't know, brunch, and then you want to pay and then each of us would pay separately. And then each of us would tip, but we would all pay separately. Just to like make clear, you pay what you ate and that's it. You don't like pay what other people ate and it's like when here you can't even like split the check in I don't know you meet with 10 people and you can only split the check by like three two ways. or three <laughs> yeah how is it in like in in Germany is it the you same can, so you can split as often as you want 
like could you just go to the waiter and say okay i i had this i had like a coffee and a bagel and i'm gonna pay for that and that's it even and then, even when then a group of friends yeah oh wow i'm yeah or i don't know you meet for a coffee and they say okay i'm gonna pay this time and the next time the other person would pay mm. like and then it's like a friendly agreement that not one of you would actually like really use that but um, i do think it's more common especially if you are a lot of people to uh, just pay what you have and not like say okay let's divide by the person like the count of people we are and then each of us pays and then that's it yeah like here that's true it's the same as i mean within my own circle of friends we usually just someone pays first and then we'll just you know venmo them usually we split equally across whoever there, whatever you, or the maybe it might be even more expensive than the other person's, but we don't really care. It's just going to be split evenly. But interesting is for the older generation, especially for the, you know, Asian um, older generation, the Chinese older generation, when we come together to have dinner, when they're paying the bills, the dads, uncles in the circle will usually, you know, just snatch the bill to pay. And then the others will be like, mm. throwing their money. No, I pay. No, no, I pay. Like, okay, sure. <laughs> so it's really yeah, with them. family, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, with family, I do have the same experience. Like, I mean, even once with there was like, just a three-minute fight about who pays, and then oh, really? I don't know. My mom found like at the end, my mom paid, and then she found money in her bag, in her like in her uh, in her T-shirt because someone like put up the money in back in her T-shirt, like crazy things yeah yeah i think that's similar to us then sometimes within families within friends they usually snatch <laughs> to pay and then also be like sitting there okay so is someone gonna pay eventually <laughs> i want to go home <laughs> just waiting like hmm, yeah. i want to get <laughs> and then seeing credit cards mm. and money flying everywhere <laughs> mm. yeah that's really interesting yeah. But I do think it's in Germany also, I think things are changing right now, but like we do love cash. Like we pay a lot with, ca with cash. So we always carry cash with us. So it's it makes things easier to like pay separately or just like put like in the middle, whatever you had, you need to pay. And then you pay as a whole group, but you're like, you always have cash, which I think here, nobody has cash. Like, also, I most of the time I don't even have cash, and then I don't know you. You can only pay by two credit cards, and then you yeah, of course you Venmo then, or you need to like have the right amount on cash to. It's weird. So yeah. I think there's also a big difference. Speaking about cash, I haven't really touched. I mean, used cash in the states since I've been there. It's such a weird thing because in Singapore we really use cash as well, like notes and coins and everything. But I haven't really have more than, say, 20 bucks in my wallet when I'm in America. Usually, I just use credit cards or usually just, yeah, just yeah. credit cards, which is yeah. weird to me sometimes. It is. And, like, I, I have some, like, if you meet people and you need to pay, I don't know, give something back and then repay them. Or, I don't know, you find one of the rare stores that only take cash which yeah. is like really really rare but that can happen um and then i have this funny story i went on a trip with a friend of us and i paid the flights and the hotel and she gave me cash back 
but it was like a hundred dollar bill. And then it's like, I had so much trouble like paying with this hundred dollar bill because all of them said, well, we don't actually take cash. We have like a little bit of cash in our register, but we like can't give you uh, your money back. So you can't pay with cash. Yeah. Well, it took me a while to actually get rid of that hundred dollar note. (laughs) Or you can just bank it in. Yeah, that would have been easier. That's true. <laughs> but also, well, I had a hundred dollar bill in my hand. That was nice. I feel rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's I up till now I haven't really I haven't really differentiated the, the coins that they're using, like the pennies, the quarters, like I mean quarters, yeah. they don't even have a number on it, it's just a quarter. Like if I'm bad in math, I'm gonna fail. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the wrong coins every time i know and also the size of them because for our for us as with the euro and the uh, cents they they're like the small cent is smaller than the bigger like i don't know like one cent is smaller than five cent and then 10 cent is bigger than five cent or i have a different color or whatever and here i don't i don't understand the color i don't understand the size because they have so many different sizes there's like no Nobody sat down and said, okay, how are we going to do this? They just yeah. did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's fun. It's always like new. You can yeah. always learn something. I know. <laughs> but this is so embarrassing that once I went to, um, to pay with cash because I had cash with me. I mean, it was the, early, the few early months that I was in the States. And then they say, um, it's so-and-so amount. I was like, okay. What is this? No, it's not a quarter. What is that? Is this, is this a penny? How much is a penny? <laughs> so I, I haven't really been using coins and notes since then. It's just with credit card. Yeah, and it, it's so much easier. Or you just yeah. like pay with your phone and then you're done. Yeah. Yay! But yeah, I do think, like especially for Germans, they do like to keep track of their money. And it's like, it's only real money if you have it in your hand. <laughs> And if you don't like see how it goes away on your credit card, yeah. then you could overspend. So yeah, which is true sometimes. Like it's easier to tap your card and then you're done and you tap and you tap and you tap and yeah. you don't know how much money you actually spend. And then at the end of the day, at the end of the month when the bill comes in, I spent a thousand dollars this month on nothing. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot and I don't think we can like cover everything in our like one episode mm. right now about the international culture but i do think like living abroad like being uh, around so many different cultures people from so many different countries so many different experiences and values in their life i do think it can only grow how you see things it can only make you aware how you think if it's actually like the way you want to think or you want to rethink and just like it enriches your daily life enriches your daily life definitely definitely and that it, it broadens your horizon it's not just this culture that you're always um interacting with but with some other cultures especially with countries like maybe korea which is usually just a lot of koreans there or japanese which is not as multicultural as you know some other countries like America. So it's really it's a really nice jumping off point to 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 meet people from other countries with different cultures. Um 
And like what Nina said, it really enriches your life. Definitely. And next week, we're going to talk about something that hopefully also enriches your life. <laughs> as uh, It sometimes does with ours. Um, so we're going to talk about... What are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about beauty and wellness. Especially how we, yeah. how we perceive beauty and wellness from different countries from where we are. Uh, and then from how they do it in the States. So yeah. stay tuned for that. See you next week. <laughs>